Podtron. This podcast is part of the Podtron Podcast Network. For more, visit podtron.wordpress.com and Podtron Network on Twitter and Facebook. This was Rad. I'm Paul. You don't know my artistic vision! I am Greg. I want to remake Friday the 13th, but it's all underwater and it all stars sharks. Where two guys force themselves to watch movies from the 80s. Hey, have you seen Vision Quest? I sure haven't. Hell no! Alright, let's talk about it. The only thing that's missing is America built a wall. There has to be someone from Ford who went down and went, So, um, what, what happened here, Bob? It's a movie called Red Dawn. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. <laughs> I'm going to start this again, and you're going to edit this out. And we are finally back. Uh, Wow, what a hiatus we took. I got to be honest. I thought we had gone into, hey, whatever happened to that podcast? (laughs) Territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know what? We're better than that. We are. We are. Uh, Our fans, (laughs) our fans, our fan deserves better. Our fan. I like how you phrased it. Good call. We have... (laughs) You know what? No, I want to take that back. We got at least four or five likes when you finally posted that we were doing a new movie. So there's five. There's five good fans out there. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Maybe seven. Maybe seven. On a good day, yeah. This is This Was Rad Podcast, the podcast where two guys in their 30s go back and watch movies from the 80s specifically to see if the movies are still rad. I am Paul. I am Greg. And uh, yes, we did take a long hiatus if you're listening back to back. Eh, maybe you missed nothing. Uh, but for those of you who stuck around, thank you very much. I'm just going to get right into this. I know that I'm sure fans are dying to know what, what did we do during our time off and was it exciting? No. What I want to do is start by chastising you, Greg, yeah, for okay, putting, by putting this piece of shit movie in my life. <laughs> <laughs> because... Well, as it's, as, 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 uh, true loyal fans will know, it is, it is March Chuckness, or as I desperately want to rename it, March Radness. I, so we have to we, do Chuck Norris year. movies. Uh, next in, year in we're March. doing just. Well, I don't well, know what Paul, we're gonna do. I don't know. What we're I think. Do. I think after watching this movie, we can agree it's a little more March sadness. <laughs> yes, than it, it is. is anything else. <laughs> yes, March sadness. Sure. Might uh, be tipping our hand a little here. Uh, but uh, here we yeah, go. Uh, <laughs> well. I'm going to make it real easy for you. I heard of this movie as a kid, um, you know, in the 80s with Chuck Norris and, you know, just all that stuff. I got to be honest, it's not one that I can recall watching. It might have been like on TNT in the background one day, but never something I sat down and watched, you know, back to back for sure. So I didn't really remember much about it. I'm fairly sure after watching it now, if I had remembered it, I probably would have thought it was a fever dream. (laughs) <laughs> yep, that sounds about right. Okay. So, uh, so Greg, what about you? What do you remember about this movie? I, I remember there, there, there was a period in, in my life, which was probably the late 80s, early 90s, where I, like, wasn't old enough yet to just see whatever I wanted. So I had to wait till it was on television. And TBS would run a lot of movies specifically chuck norris movies was a big one. Oh yeah and yeah. this is one of the movies that i remember you know what i remember i just remember all the friggin whispering in this movie whoa There's yes so much so of it. much um I, other than that almost i remember lee van cleef being in this movie and i remember some cool weapons like 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 shurikens and things mm, yeah uh uh, the the plot of this movie, I might as well have been seeing it for the first time. There, <laughs> yes. there were scenes that I remembered where I was like, oh, yeah, this is where he's having dinner and there's about to be like a gunfight outside. 
and like, oh yeah, this is like you know you know the end where it's like all the ninjas and everything. Like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But like the if you had a gun to my head and you were like, tell me the basic plot of the octagon, <laughs> I'm a dead man. Sure, it's, I have no idea. I still right now, if you said gun to my head, give me the loose plot of the okay. octagon, it would be Chuck Norris kicks people a lot. Well, that's uh, so. I have a theory. We're gonna get through this, and then at the end, I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch something to you. Pretty much how I think this movie was put together. Okay. Yeah, I I I will give you a pet theory up front. I think this film uh, is what gave us the majority of the plot to the video game Street Fighter. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I would agree with that. Uh, yeah, I think I think I think Ryu and Ken are ripped directly from the octagon. Uh. Is it maybe possibly a double dragon tie-in? Uh, oh, because why, you, why not? I mean, they why are not. They are definitely twins of from different mothers, and and it's you know twins from different mothers. I said that phrase. It's yeah. It's really you know that, like that. You. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't hear that phrase in this movie because <laughs> they use. Okay, let's go ahead and get into the octagon. And this movie is bonkers. It is flat out bananas. It is insane. They say now, things that don't make sense. And you think, no, he didn't, he didn't say that, did he? And then you rewind it like I did and you go, oh yeah, he yep. did. Someone put that into a script and that actor just said that verbatim. Somebody <laughs> wrote it down. Someone else read it. Yes. A director approved it, and it, then audiences watched it. Just remember, all those things had to happen without one person saying, hold on, bad idea, or maybe not the greatest idea. I, now, I, I, before we get into this, yeah. I just want to give people a couple of little little tidbits like I like to do. This came out in 1980. Yes. This is this is this yes. is one of the the earlier kind of I think Chuck Norris hit his stride around Delta Force, which I think was like eighty four eighty five. Yeah. Um, so that was that's kind of like peak Chuck Norris, where you've got like Missing in Action, yes. Delta Force, Invasion USA. You've got all his big movies. So this was before that. And and you know now, what? I'm, I'm gonna help you out. You really know that this is like mid or early 1980s because there's so much 70s right. Like, is that exploitation music in a lot of the scenes. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, it hasn't and transitioned into that more mm-mm. 80s vibe. You know, and it's 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 kind of like how every every decade isn't really the decade until 3 years in, you know, like yep. like yep. 1990 still mine as will be and in, in the 80s as far as like fashion and things go. Yep. So yep. this movie even though it's 1980, it mine as will be in the 70s because totally. you're going to have all the 70s sensibilities going through this movie. But this movie was important for one reason. It is um, cited as, if not the biggest influence, one of the biggest influences as making ninja culture a thing in the United States. Where ninjas were in video games, ninjas were I in movies, agree. they were in everything. Ninjas existed before, definitely. I mean, like, they were in, like, James Bond movies and stuff back in the 70s. But... This movie was like, all of a sudden, it was like, oh, ninjas, these are great. And you had all these other ninja movies that came after this movie. So this movie is kind of important in an action movie standpoint. I, I would believe that. I mean, I I definitely feel that influence um, throughout. I mean, literally, this movie hints multiple times that ninjas don't exist until they exist. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um so it starts out with you mentioned earlier, uh, right at the top was the whispering. The oh, whispering movie. This Norris. movie shouldn't be called the Octagon. No, it should be called the Whispering. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it should be called Chuck Whispers, <laughs> because it's not even that. There's whispering. It's, it's, it's got the this weird vibrato echo thing to it. It and which makes it actually difficult to understand what he's saying half the time. And I, I got to tell you, when I saw this as a kid, I flat out could not understand. Because, I mean, think about broadcast standards yep. back oh, in, my in God, the early right? 90s. Yep. I couldn't understand any of this. This, I, I will say to its credit, this film got a really good remaster on Amazon no, Prime. Oh, no crap. Yeah, real it's real nice. looks fantastic. And the sound, I can actually understand it. It's yep. it's which I couldn't. Um, it, it it adds literally nothing to the film. 
<laughs> but I can I can understand what he's saying now, at least. Or should I say thinking? That's the whispering is, is what's going on in his brain. So apparently when Chuck Norris thinks about something, it just echoes. I'm 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 Chuck 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 Norris 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 Norris. Do you think yeah. do you think Chuck Norris lives this life after this movie where I, he only I, thinks in echoing thought? In echoey? Do you, I, yeah, I think, I think, I think what happened was he showed up to the sound mixing and they're like, oh, here we have the lines where you're thinking. And he's like, yeah, but it's not echoing. Like, it's <laughs> you think he added that? <laughs> and, and they were like, what? okay, you, you sure thing, Mr. Norris, you, you signed the paychecks. Echo it is. Okay. And okay. And I, and I want for, I want some vibrato. It's really, what it is, is it's, it's my voice echoing off my mustache. Back yeah. into my head. It's like my thoughts. My head is so amazing. They can't <laughs> escape. And they just bounce around until they die. <laughs> I love the idea that he, he wasn't happy until he heard what he hears. every. Which, by the way, would explain why you never hear Chuck Norris whisper again in any movie. That's true. Right? Yeah. Uh, I don't I, think we do. I have a microphone, so that's true. Yeah. Why uh, not? And then the movie opens up. This is a long movie, by the way. Oh, far and this, and it gets longer the longer you watch it. <laughs> I was going to say I don't care if the actual running time of this movie is 103 minutes. This movie's eight and a half hours long. It's 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 terribly long. It's terribly I, long. I I paused this at least six times, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I was devastated. <laughs> I was <laughs> left to watch. As a matter of fact, you texted me just before recording. I'm finishing the movie, and I'm like. Oh, well, I, I gotta be close. I've been watching this for an hour. <laughs> I pause it forty-eight minutes. What? <laughs> I, yeah, it's it's uh, people. People say time travel isn't possible. Sit down and watch the Octagon, <laughs> and let me tell you, it is. You it you is. suddenly time passes like you're eight years old, <laughs> and it's the end of August vacation. <laughs> And you cannot wait to go back to school. <laughs> Time was moving so slow. It was so bad. And so the movie, it's so getting into the, finally getting into the movie. The movie opens up in, in a very weird, like, 18 style, like, yes, like, actually, that's military a great way to describe it. <laughs> military music kind of thing. And, and it's all these, it's a truck full of randos. Who I guess who, they they picked yeah. up outside of an Olive Garden. I don't know. I I want to read. I mean, I guess I guess we do kind of find out that like you have to you have to know somebody and you want to have to go to this training group. But like before we find that out, I'm like, what was the personal ad that <laughs> these guys answered? We find out. Yeah. Oh no. Which, we by do. the way, really an ad in the L.A. Times. That's. Yep. That's how we're going to get our takes. mercenaries? Hey, it no. was it was the 80s. We were in a recession and hard work. Okay. Good call. It was hard to find. Reaganomics was about to kick in. I'm with you. It You're was, right. It, well, Paul, it, it just hadn't trickled down yet. Yes. It was, it was 1980. We just had to wait a little of while. Of course. What, what I love about this truckload of people, Um, by the way, you did notice who's in this group, right? Uh, You, you tell me who you're thinking of. Uh. John Kirby himself, the silent rage. Oh, <laughs> you're right. Oh, Jesus. He plays, he plays dead while. And by the way, I knew he looked familiar. Oh the reason, God. the reason why I know it is because Rift Tracks also did silent rage. And I've watched it a couple times over the last few months. And I'm like, like, as soon as he gets out of the truck, I'm like, is that silent rage? And I paused it and I, <laughs> yep. and I immediately went to IMDb. I'm like, that's him. I couldn't believe it. That's amazing. So uh, there are a bunch of different people that are big in this movie. Obviously, you know, Lee Van Cleef is in here. Um, one of the instructors, again, because I watch Rift Tracks, um, one of the instructors, the uh, the bald-headed uh, instructor with the, with the reverse mm -hmm. uh, Hitler. Yep. Um, yep. He's in a movie called uh, Samurai Cop, which... Oh, God. Do your, I know of Samurai. Do Cop, yourself a favor it. and only watch the Rift Tracks version. It's, okay, it's amazing. Um, and again, I'm just on a Rift Tracks roll. Uh, the the woman with the widow peak. Um, yes. that he has sex with for absolutely zero for reason. Zero reason. I guarantee you that was just Chuck Norris demanding. Uh, totally. That, that was totally. Uh, she's in a movie called Megaforce, which is also a Rift Tracks special. Wow. 
Sounds like I've got some some viewing ahead so, of me here. Well, what I want to do is I'm going to wait about six weeks until the Octagon Rift Tracks comes out. Oh because... man, I would I would rewatch this with a Rift Track in a heartbeat. So, um, so that's who I recognized off the off the movie. I don't know if you oh, recognize anybody else beyond that. I, I, there are a few people later on, but oh man, that's crazy. Right. I, I knew one of them looked familiar and that's why it was Silent Rage. I was, I, I didn't know if you were going to pick it up. I, like I said, I only know it because I've seen that. God, I've watched Silent Rage three times now. By the way, it does, it does get better with each watching. I just want to let you know that. It does. Uh, <laughs> so, so they get out of this truck and they arrive at this training camp, which at first I thought they were in like Southeast Asia, but. Yeah, I don't understand where this is, especially later in the film, where I think they're going into international areas, well, but I'm not positive. Well, they keep saying Central America. Yeah, while yeah it, they do. Well, it looks like Southern California. Well, yeah, well, of course it is, Paul. <laughs> no, no, no. they weren't going to actually fly right. to South America. No, no, no. I mean, the vehicles have California plates well, well, in, yes. in every that's, seat. That's a... That's a bit of a problem. I agree. <laughs> so, but Greg, question for you. The first question I had, if you were going to select specimens of human nature mm -hmm. to build a ninja army, right? is that the group that you're going to pick up? Uh, um, a middling well, age 40 year old and an there, angry there Irishman? <laughs> there are multiple people who straight up have pot bellies. <laughs> yes, right? And I've never seen a ninja be anything but like a slim very lightweight person who can, you know, scramble up walls yes. and, you know, yes. um, I, all I can say is, um, I think, I, I think what happened was ninja school was, <laughs> it was too hard to get in. And I think some people lobbied their congressmen and the laws okay. were passed. And then they had to let almost everybody in. And it just, it really I, went downhill. I, I just... There are part. There are certain things people in this movie that I I just immediately started thinking: Is this the inspiration for Beverly Hills Ninja? Yeah, actually, you know, just not too far off. Just uh, uh, Chris Farley, all in black, trying to run across the street and just stopping and like <laughs> taking the mask off because he can't breathe. Funny movie. I love that movie. Yeah. Um This movie was not funny. Um, and I, I just no. I was very confused by their selection process. I, I, I love that we are 17 minutes into this podcast and we are in minute, minute one <laughs> yes, of the film, yes, yes. which is a lot like watching the film. It, it feels is. like about 17 we, minutes have we gone will, by. Don't worry, folks. We've missed a lot of time. We're going to make up for that by going into grave detail into, <laughs> a, four, into a terrible movie. <laughs> Four-part podcast. <laughs> one okay. hour each. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> if, we, if we do that, you have to have like a Masterpiece Theater opening. <laughs> It's like it's very like it's like and now, part well, <laughs> first. Welcome to the Octagon. You're listening to Serial, this year's movie, The Octagon. <laughs> this twelve part one hour podcast. Part series. <laughs> it's all about the Octagon. <laughs> well, it would have to be eight, right? Because it's the Octagon. It is the eight. It's eight. I of mean, course, yes. Yeah, I mean, to, you can't get a. It's that's. Yeah. I mean, yeah. With you on that. <laughs> so. And then the only other thing that I noted in the first 15 minutes of this movie is somebody was drunk during editing and just thought scene is done and cut the film. And Oh, that happens a few times. A lot. The, the, the first 10 minutes I just wrote down smash cut to rich people, smash cut to ballet, smash cut to it, it, they were just cutting the scenes right off. Like yep. zero left and right understanding of what what the transitions were and and you're just introduced to people like even Chuck Norris and his buddy AJ, who, by the way, I called, I started calling him Tall Peter Dinklage. I actually have the exact same note down. Because um, he does. He looks he does. He looks like Peter Dinklage. It's creepy. Until he started talking, and then I got a Greg Kinnear vibe. So eventually I just started calling him Dinklage Kinnear. Yeah, I like that. We'll call him, we'll call him, uh, Greg Dinklage. Greg Dinklage? Okay. Yeah. I, I like that. GD. I'm glad, GD for short. But I'm glad you saw it too. But, but we're just introduced to these characters and we don't know. Do you know what the hell AJ or Chuck Norris do for a goddamn living that got them in the situation? No. Mm -mm. Nope. I know Chuck Norris has some kind of background. Military. Films. He, he mentions military background. No, I know. I know. But I'm like, but like he has, like, he like grew up with 
the bad guy. Right. Who's not even the bad guy in the movie. Like, he, the only no. reason we even care about that guy is because Chuck Norris knows him. Like, we don't know what this guy's plans are. Nope. Other than, like, he runs a ninja training school that apparently has very lenient <laughs> entry requirements. <laughs> Do you, okay, I gotta ask. Do you think he's just sitting there going, okay, we need best of the best. Can you get me best of the best? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're they're on this bus right now. Here we go. Okay. Best of the best. Okay, let's, Coming right out. Take a look at these let's guys. Let's see what we have. Oh, Fantastic specimens. Okay. Here we I, go. I, they're all coming tall, right now. Tall, I like that. Muscular. Yep. I like that. What, why does that one have an Irish accent? Well, you said best of the best. I mean, I, I, I didn't know okay. race was a factor here. I mean, what is this, the... Uh, the, the 1800s? Well, I mean, I I don't think Patty O'Brien the ninja is really going to be very strike fear into the, the hearts of men, would you? Do you think so? I think maybe we could pivot, you know? I think I think maybe we can we could usher in, you know, it only takes one Irish ninja to ignite the imaginations of all of Ireland, and then everyone wants to be a ninja, okay. and then Ooh. you get even better people. Okay, okay, I like your vision. I Okay, look, I know I'm a stickler. I did give you weight-specific. No one over 165. That, well, that man know, is clearly... Look, I gotta tell you, look, you, every corner... I don't know I, know... I know we're in Central America, but in regular America, North America, there's a McDonald's on every corner, and everyone eats there. I, I There aren't children that are under 160 so, pounds in America, so, so this is all we've got. This is the best of the so, best. So first we have Irish ninjas, and now yep. we have McNinjas. Yes, that's that. That's, that's weird. That's right. And actually, you know, it's not a bad sponsorship deal. We could get up some kind of some kind of McNinja sponsorship. I like that. Can we get a? Can we, okay, I'm on board. If you can get me Ninja Happy Meal. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. We'll L- do it. Little little plastic ninja Look, stars. If nothing else, instead of the ninjas, we can dress them up like the Grimace. Oh. Maybe there's something there. Oh oh oh! Ninja Fry guys. I love those guys. Ninja Fry Guys rule. Don't get me wrong. That's a great idea. But I think the Grimace. I mean, can anything kill the Grimace? I don't think anything can kill the Grimace. Nothing can kill the Grimace. Only the sadness of a heart attack of his best friend, Ronald. And look, I'd, I'd like to point out that McDonald's has a history of thievery and sneaking with their mascot, the Ham Burglar. The Ninja Burglar. No, there no, we go. no. The Ham Ninjagler? You know what? We're going to workshop it. There's no wrong answers here. <laughs> no, See, no. These guys are great. I've s- settled on Ham Ninja Ninja Curliger. I can't say it, but it is funny. I will write it out for you. I, yeah, that's fine. Write it Write it all down. Totally fine. I'm going to listen to every one I'll, of these suggestions. I'll get some notes now. Scribble, scribble, scribble. Great. Scribble. Awesome. Excellent. <laughs> so, <laughs> I really don't like their... Their, their selection process. It just, it just <laughs> no, doesn't I'm, make sense. I'm with you because I, multiple times I'm just like, and throughout the film, they don't appear to want to be. <laughs> they don't. All. No, they, they look like a group of sad janitors who got hustled <laughs> into the into the jungle against their will. It just, I, it's such a, and then I, I don't know what the point, and by the way, he has a cavalcade of goddamn ninjas. Yes, what he does, does he need these people? Never explained why he needs them. It doesn't I mean, make the, sense. The, the the plot. I I guess to kind of speed this around. So um. Oh please. After, after, after this opening scene, we see a diplomat who gets gunned down. Yeah. And one of the terrorists is shot by by the uh, the bodyguard. Yeah. Of 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 this diplomat, the other one escapes. Smash cut. Chuck Norris is a retired karate champion. He's at a dance performance where he meets one of the dancers. Yep. Uh, we also meet Chuck Norris's friend AJ here. Uh, Norris takes the uh, the dancer out to dinner, and she talks about how uh, oh uh, they 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 walk they eventually after dinner they walk past a newsstand and there's a big news story on the on the front page of the paper and it says like a uh, diplomat killed. Yeah. And she's she's like oh I wonder if 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 anyone. I wonder if an American was killed, and it turns out she's her brother is one of the ninjas. I think no, her brother was the guy that was shot. Okay, that's what it is. Yeah. So her her brother. Was, I, was I one got of a plot point. Got shot. It's there the only go. one I've got. So, um, uh, Chuck Norris takes uh, this woman whose name is Nancy, takes her home, and the lights don't work, and all of a sudden we start hearing Chuck Norris whisper in his head, where he's like, he's like, oh. There's somebody here. Yeah, Spidey. Chuck Norris' Spidey sense just kicks he's in, got, and he uses it multiple sh- times. And it's you know what? 
If it ain't broke, don't fix it. He's uh, he's always right. He's always there. So, of course, he immediately gets attacked by ninjas. He fights them off, but they kill Nancy. And it turns out not only have they killed Nancy, they've killed the entire family. Yeah. So, um, so they kill. So they kill them. Smash cut to Chuck Lee Van Cleef. Chuck Norris <laughs> talking to Lee Van Cleef, who I don't understand their connection. I don't know why they know each other. I, they're they're and, clearly old friends, but like they never explain nothing. How they're like like you think there'd be a stupid like really like cliche line like <laughs> this is. This is just like back in Borneo. Like, it's yes. some stupid thing. Yes. Nothing. Yeah. None of that. There's nope. nothing. Nope. Nope. None of it. And uh, so he talks to Lee Van Cleef, and he kind of gives him a little bit of a background. But at this point, Chuck Norris is just like, oh, well, that's a stupid coincidence. My, I started, I took one woman out for a date, and apparently she was related to a spy. Whatevs. Right? And he's kind of done with it at that point. Um, and Lee, Lee Van Cleef actually tells him he's like, "Hey, if you're if you're seeing ninjas and you're seeing ghosts, right? Because the ninjas are, are, are they're not around anymore. Yes, they've, that they've, is you know, true. They've, they've, they've been disbanded. I don't know what you what you thought you saw, but trust me, that wasn't it. And um, and uh, Lee, Lee Van Cleef, it's it's kind of kind of important. Is like, hey, why don't you join my 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 mercenary group because we're fighting terrorists, you know? And, and he's like, these these terrorists, you know, they're they're any you know they're not they're not beholden to anything except themselves you know they're it's not like it, it's for their country because they'll go to other countries and they'll they'll bomb their own countries like come on you want let's let's fight these terrorists and uh, uh chuck Norris says no <laughs> uh yeah and, and so we see it throughout this whole definitely the first half of the movie uh, this, what's really confusing is you see a lot of scenes of parts of things happening like they keep going to the ninja training camp nothing happens it's worthwhile there but they insist on going back there chuck norris oh, is they talking... paid for that set you're gonna right you're gonna get more footage out of that set so it's constantly like these training things but the people there clearly don't want to be yeah it, it's, it's all those it's marks really weird yeah i don't know what they signed up for um you have parts of like at one point they do show like van cleef like just doing his own thing, unrelated to the rest of the movie. And I right. don't know why. You see AJ kind of doing something else, and we'll, we'll, you know, we'll get to that in a second. But what's interesting, what happens to Chuck, because he is just you know, the sexual magnetism of that mustache. He just, he talks it's, to a woman for two seconds, and it's an immediate connection. And he meets another woman, and I did not get her name. Um, Wait, the 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 blonde, the, the rich, rich lady. Yeah. Uh, her name is Justine. Okay. So he starts talking to her, and they start having this weird back and forth thing. And at some point, some bad guys chase them, and Chuck wants to know why. He gets away, and she goes, "I can tell you the whole story." And what it is is again, kind of like the first woman. She's involved with these terrorists or this other organization which is then tied to something else and the only thing that i found interesting about any of this is how stupid she sounds and i and by that i mean she says phrases that don't make sense as she's explaining <laughs> she's explaining to chuck like what happened she's like i hired two people then they and she goes my favorite line almost in the entire movie greg they recently retired because they're dead. <laughs> and I, I just, but she keeps saying things like that. Like, she's like, I thought that if I could pay them off, I wouldn't have to worry about my father, who's in Borneo. Like, wh what? What? Who did you pay off? And why is your father in Borneo? And why do I care? There's just like, there's so many of those little things that happen in this movie. Um, I, I don't I know why. I did not. I did not for one second understand who this rich woman was and how she factored into the plot. The dancer, it made sense to me. So what I... But then this rich woman, I'm just like, is she related to the dancer? Like, I had no idea what no, was happening. No, so at one point what happens is she, during that scene, she also says, I wanted to hire you and I was told not to because she's working with Drago, Dago, Doggo, Doggo, whoever. Like the meme, Doggo. 
much mercenary will kill. <laughs> oh, God. Now, okay. You know what, people? I'm tired of making the goddamn memes. You go watch this movie on Amazon. It's for free. I want some doggo octagon memes. <laughs> yeah, we want... we and, and you know what? I'm I'm personally requesting some real, like, dank memes. Some real <laughs> weird ones that are real, real... Got some real edge to them. I want some doggo memes as as related to the octagon. <laughs> such such writing. <laughs> Many straw men, much much climbing. <laughs> Will ninja for food. <laughs> Just whatever. So it's, you people yeah. do it. Submit them to uh to this was rad on facebook.com or Twitter. Go to this was rad at uh, on Twitter as well. Yeah, maybe maybe do yourself a favor and don't go on Facebook for a while. <laughs> Stick with Twitter. No, 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 no. Greg, we're collecting their information because we want to help them. <laughs> you, don't, you don't understand. I'm, I'm. I have to. I have to have all of your information <laughs> so how, that I can. How so else, I can help you? How else can I save you from yourself if I don't know anything about you? The best. The best meme I, I saw was was uh it's it's mark zuckerberg and it's that he he needs all of your data so he can appear human <laughs> yes i saw that he's, and he's like an and he's got someone like skinned him like data like data yeah that i thought i thought that was that was, that was pretty funny so anyway to speed this along even more please do um so so chuck norris is now involved with this rich woman he gets aj involved with this rich woman and um so um they're 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 chased um and all this stuff yep, yep um so so chuck norris knows like okay someone is after this woman you know i date one woman she's killed i'm this other woman you know what's what's going on um so uh chuck norris goes back to what is it? he goes he goes to justine and she confesses that she hired uh lee van cleef to be her bodyguard yeah, yeah, that's the stuff I was just talking about. I was okay, trying to get through okay. that. So what happens is Chuck decides that he's also going to go and try and get into the mercenary group. And this is where we see the ad in the paper um, with the $17 bill signs. And, yeah. and I'm just like, mercenary will work for food, I guess. And he shows up. I love the... I, I love the double switcheroo here that there. he walks into a square dancing group. Yes. In the middle of the daytime in an empty warehouse. That's a sad, sad square dance. Yeah, I want to know every story of every person that's there. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. I'll tell you the story I want to know. He walks in and he's looking for Beatty. And it ends up being Mr. Beatty. Um, everyone, if you watch this movie, you will recognize Mr. Beatty as the Joker's right-hand man, Bob. That's right. Oh, man. You're dead on. That's right. That's exactly who that the is. Number, the number one guy. Yep. Bob, you're my number one guy. Give me a gun. I love Bob. Bob was great. Oh, Bob, you're the best. As Chuck enters that room to talk to Mr. Beatty, Mr. Beatty is talking to the cowboy, is what I called him. The cowboy, yeah, the cowboy has one leg up on a chair as he enters. Greg, what were they talking about? I would love to know. I, I assume it's pocket squares. <laughs> big big on pocket squares. I just feel like that's the conversation you have between those two. Or or the best way to fillet a groundhog. It's <laughs> it's one or the other. I mean because you got Mr. Beatty who's definitely gonna be pro pocket square, right? Yeah. Yeah. And definitely. Then maybe they're having both conversations at once. Oh, I like that. And, I like and that, the yes. cowboy's just like, no, I'm telling you, the best way is you gotta start at the sternum and pull up with the knife. No, no, no. I, 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 I understand, but it's when the pocket square is just ninety degrees. It gives a, it gives, it gives a, a sophistication. No, I understand, but you got to get the pit nice and hot, or you're never gonna get a good sear. I just, I. That's the conversation I, I imagine. Again, I would, I would love to see this version of the film. Um, if it somehow made the movie shorter, <laughs> I would be, I would be all over. It. Just this scene. Yeah. <laughs> fade yeah. in, they're talking, Chuck walks up, fade, fade out, out the octagon. Done. Movie's over. <laughs> the octagon. With a rockin' 1980s hit song playing <laughs> over the credits. Uh, so anyway, anyway, he's like, Chuck Norris is like, hey, I wanna, I wanna work for you guys. I'm gonna be a mercenary. Bang, bang, bang. And, uh, and so the cowboy's like giving him crap, and Chuck Norris leaves, and the cowboy's like, that wasn't whatever he said his name was. That's... Yeah. 
whatever Chuck Norris's character <laughs> name is. Just... Super Karate Champ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy gets, like, upset. The other guy who's, like, taking everything. <laughs> he's like, why didn't you tell me? Oh, no, no, no. No, he doesn't, he doesn't say, why didn't you? He goes, why did you tell me that? <laughs> like, so like now he's going to be in trouble for it? I don't right. know. Yeah, he gets, it's very weird. And then we see a weird, there's also flashbacks throughout this movie. I don't care about any of them. It just kind of shows the progression of Chuck and his and his brother Sakura, who's the main ninja leader organizer guy um what i the only thing that's interesting about it is all of these flashbacks clearly show that his brother chuck's brother sakura is an evil son of a bitch and chuck spends most of this movie believing that his brother is not the one responsible yeah and i i will say it was a great move to have chuck norris's kid play him in a flashback i thought that was pretty funny the youngest one right yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's when he's when he's a little kid. little kid, yeah. And then I think it's I think it's Chuck Norris's like brother, younger brother. He definitely plays looks him like when him. he's older. Yep. So I thought I thought that was pretty neat. So yeah, there's there's flashbacks. Now here's a great time to explain to us the audience why is Chuck Norris suddenly interesting somewhere randomly with this Japanese person and another. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, you mean why is no he sense. there in the? Why was why? he adopted what? by this yes. Asian man? What is happening? By the way, can we also agree? Uh, this movie is very racist. Uh, oh, it's insanely racist. There's I was a lot shocked. Of casual racism. I was terms shocked. Thrown around. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Tons and tons. I I, I was very surprised. Why? I'm totally with you, Greg. It's another unexplained thing that happens, and I don't know why. Um, yeah. So anyway, this this goes on. And for, oh, I will say, um, uh, very early, probably the earliest movie that I'm aware of that Ernie Hudson was in. Yeah, yeah. He's only in it for I like a quick minute, funny. but he's got like two lines. And but I was like, hey, Ernie Hudson. Always always like to see Ernie Hudson. Yeah, he's yeah. Cool. He was he was fun. Uh, supposedly, one of my coworkers saw him at the sandwich shop that is right next to where we work. Oh, interesting. Just sitting there eating a sandwich. It's like it's pretty cool. Um see, but you, you ever meet him, you can go up and go, I know what you're thinking. How many times have you have you been recognized for the octagon? And I just I gotta tell you, I love the <laughs> I love your you work. do that. I, I would love to meet an actor and be able to pull like that rip cord yeah. out and just Oh, that would be that would be the best. Right? That'd be fantastic. That's why you like you keep a Ghostbusters shirt in your in your trunk, and if you right. catch them, you run back, you throw it on, you walk up, and then you just ah, you are. That's like if I awesome if I ever octagon. meet if I ever meet Robert Patrick, uh, who was who was the T one thousand T two. I'm just gonna go. I loved you in Equalizer two thousand. <laughs> oh, <laughs> which is there's no way anyone has ever mentioned that movie to him in his entire life. I would have gone the faculty, but that's me. Ooh, that's yeah, also he cool. plays a teacher. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Equalizer. Oh, jeez. Uh, so oh, no, 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 no. Equalizer two thousand is completely different from the Equalizer. Is there? Oh, it's not a oh, sequel. This, this, th- no, this is like a post-apocalyptic movie where they're trying to get the ultimate weapon, the Equalizer two thousand. Oh, okay. Oh, the boy. Equalizer is oh, kind of like a boy. cheesy eighties Punisher yes. kind of movie. Right, right. I, I, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, yeah. so enough, enough about other movies. So Chuck goes through, um, he, he meets with the Mercs. They say, we know who you are. Get out. We're not going to have you join. Um, you know, because clearly we don't want the best of the best. We want tubby guys from Ohio who, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I don't understand it either. I just do want to point out before we go too far. Equalizer 2000 was in 1987. So, okay then. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, I think I may have just put the piece together. At one point, I believe it's Mr. Beatty who asks... No, 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 I'm sorry. It's later on when he's with the Mercs. One of the guys goes, mm-hmm. are you wanted for any crimes? Do you owe any alimony? That's right. I think I just... No <laughs> I think I just picked out why most of those Mercs are there. <laughs> that's what... It was an alimony dodging scam. <laughs> that's all it is. <laughs> that's why so you finally sense. asked that's why you finally had to ask he's like we we can't take any more of these deadbeat dads i mean the fbi is really getting on us here <laughs> i gotta be honest i mean you know there's not too many under 160 deadbeat dads out there it's just these guys are not, not doing well you think sakura was looking for that and that's why chuck was denied <laughs> 
Sakura, half of these men haven't eaten something out of a can. Haven't not eaten something out of a can in two years. These, these men, they're, they're 90% sodium at this point. No. They're more sodium than man. No. My ninja will only be... <laughs> <laughs> will only be a group of parents who see their children on the weekends. <laughs> any if they show any kind of love or emotion for their children, they are out. Sakura <laughs> Sakura is a huge men's rights activist. <laughs> I pledge my allegiance to no ma'am. <laughs> there you no ma'am. <laughs> There you go. I know. <laughs> I know we are in. I know we are in South America. <laughs> the American justice system uh, uh, unfairly punishes uh, all men. Oh God, he's a way better villain. <laughs> I gotta say, this, this new leaf we've discovered. He's he's actually a lot more hateable. <laughs> the dead beat dead ninja corp. We oh just wrote God. a way better movie. We right? did. We totally wrote a way better movie. It's like it's kind of like. Um, it's kind of like oh what's oh what's that movie the the bench warmers where all the all oh the old guys who never got to play baseball get to play baseball like, oh in little league yeah yeah right? yeah so uh, it's, it's like yeah, it's like one part bench warmers kind of we'll we'll also throw this in for for comedy's sake it's like one part bad news bears where they're really dysfunctional and terrible and uh and then it's it's also one part the octagon <laughs> it's just a really high body count i think what you mean is it's it's like it's the octagon meets major league oh there we go right a bunch of misfits yeah. who don't belong in in their ninjas also also would have accepted stripes stripes also would have been very good yes yes yeah. yeah again more movies i really wish we had watched. I believe Major League is in 1989 or 1990. Oh, I'm going to look that I up. I am almost positive it's I'm, I'm almost positive it's 89 of Major League. I would I I believe you are right. I believe it's I believe it's 89. Sup? It is 89. Yeah. So maybe we'll we'll throw that on the list and, and get to it at some point. More importantly, getting back to this movie, um there's um we see Cleef is trying to convince chuck to not go after his brother um i'm gonna fast forward real kind of get closer to the end unless there's anything that you really want to like dig into it's just a lot of back and forth between the ninja training chuck and cleef and and the blonde kind of going back and forth then there's this other subplot and then there's this other subplot with the um the egyptian woman who defects for some reason um and so she basically, long story short, the reason she's important is she tracks down Chuck Norris and is like, I I need your help. I, I can't do what I'm doing anymore, you know, because of Doggo. And uh, and Chuck Norris is like, oh, great. You know where the training camp is. You're going to bring me there. And she's like, oh, I don't think this is a good idea, but OK, fine. And AJ and, and, and the, the, the rich woman is finally killed by the um by the ninjas. Yeah, yeah. And so now AJ all of a sudden is like, I've had it. I'm gonna I'm taking the fight to the terrorists and he just like takes off. You know what's interesting though? The reason AJ goes after the terrorists n- no, AJ goes after the terrorists before she's killed. And we don't know why. He just has a a, a, a bug up his like butt terrorists. and he's, he's just, just gonna it. go. Because the blonde, I think, was really funny. She starts she goes up to him and goes, You're you're not Chuck Norris. It's comparing apples to oranges, which basically what she was saying is, no, no, no. Comparatively, as a man, you are a lesser specimen than him. You are not capable of doing this. Right. And then... And she's right. uh, No, no, he's totally right. right. 100% right. Totally right, because later on in the movie, he literally goes, this is my fight. And I wrote, no, you should definitely take the hand out (laughs) because you're about to die. You know, AJ made the classic mistake of thinking he was the protagonist in his own life rather than a second banana. <laughs> yes, and it's did. really important to know. I know I'm no leading man. I get into I get into a I get into a terrorist situation. I'm not taking any terrorists out. No, I'm at at, at best. I'm I'm comedic sidekick at best. I, I assure you, Greg. If in our lives I ever hear you say, "That's it. I'm done. I'm going after that terrorist organization," I will ask. If you would like me to bring over groceries for your family and make sure that they're okay yeah. after you're gone, well, and, and that would that would be my that's my contribution to your success I would, because I, I'm I, not helping. 
I mean, if I get that fed up with the NRA, um, well, hold on, no, 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 no. hold on, hold on. Let's pick a t- let's pick an organization that doesn't actually have any teeth right now, okay? Um, uh, I mean, but aren't aren't they the most relevant terrorist organization right now? Stop, stop. You can you 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 know what? Edit, just edit that out. We don't we don't need the kind of heat that this is going to bring. You know why, Paul? Because the people who like the NRA all have guns. They do. That's really the problem with the whole. <laughs> With the whole situation is, it's not yeah. the organization. It's uh, I didn't say NRA. I said IRA. Right. That's actually yeah. worse. Uh, we're going to take that. No, out but too. they're barely even around anymore. We're we're fine. Yeah, but it only takes one. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it takes one guy. So anyway, who who's that stupid group? The goddamn assassins are always trying to kill off in in, in the in the video games. Ooh. Who is it? Ooh. Uh, it's uh. uh... Uh, what what era of video games are we talking? Any of them. It's the Assassin's Creed. Who? What's the? Uh... Oh, the um, the um. I can't. What are you? The the Templar. The Templars. What can... <laughs> the Knights Templars. Okay, so let's do this again. So, Greg. All right. If you yes. if you ever decide that you're gonna go and you're just fed up with the Knights Templar, and yeah. you're gonna yep. finally take them out. I have a lot of strong opinions about the okay. Knights Templar, Paul. I'm gonna stay at home and I'm just gonna. I'm going to make sure that your family is taken care of, and I will not be I, helping I, you in any way. That's good, because then I'll get all the glory. Yes. When I single-handedly take down the Knights you, Templar. You will. I am winking. <laughs> That's right. So, wait, wait, do I do I hate the Knights Templar? Aren't they really into Satan? <laughs> <laughs> Greg hate these guys. These guys are great. Greg just I made a realization. <laughs> oh, no, wait a second. It's the Brotherhood I hate. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah, screw those guys. You're trying to mess with Satan. As above, so below. To hell with you. I never got that anyway. We should do a video game podcast. What the hell is up with that anyway? We're the assassins. We take out the Templar. Well, um, the Templar are just trying to get back the magic items so that they don't fall in evil hands. You kill people. Left and yeah. right, willy-nilly. As it's, a matter of fact, I've only seen you p- kill people. <laughs> it's a very confusing, convoluted story. It's just... Uh, Nothing is forbidden. Everything is permitted. Well, that kind of sounds like something an evil person would say, doesn't it? <laughs> you know, it kind of does. <laughs> just, just a tad. So, so, so the the blonde gets killed with like a blow dart to the neck or oh, whatever. Great depth scene. I, why am I so cold? <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my god, so it cliche. Does. It's so <laughs> I didn't think you'd actually say that in a movie, but somebody oh. wrote it. Oh, it's. Again, Paul, someone wrote it, an actress said it, a director gave it the thumbs up, the editor put it in the movie, and America watched it. This, this woman had to have been going, and, uh, and uh, I fall to the ground, I flutter my eyes, and I say, why am I so cold? This is a joke, right? I'm not saying yeah, this. Yeah, okay, who, who, who this replaced is my lines? <laughs> no, no seriously, guys, this, this is really, f- no, I have to say this. You really want me? Okay, I'll do the best I can. <laughs> Yeah. Uh yeah. So anyway, anyway, AJ is now a man on a mission, a mission we don't understand and have no, no clue for, but nope. what does not matter. Nope. Chuck Norris has now got to go after AJ. So everyone's going after everybody and and um um Aura is is the 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 sort of uh breakaway from the camp is yeah. they're now all I guess globe trotting for a little bit because we see them like in some Spanish-speaking country trying to find something, and then there's someplace well, else. Well, you know, you know, Greg, they, w- they eventually get to where they need to go when, in, in Central America. When your friend has gone off on us on a one-man solo mission to take out a terrorist organization and a ninja cult, the most important thing before you leave is to pack your toiletries. Right. Yeah, there's actually a scene about that in this, about how important it is. Chuck actually says, you can use my deodorant. Is that really, did, did we think in this movie at this length that scene was necessary? We could we could have just got, got to it. Because she could've, says. Could have left it out and what? finished this movie two minutes earlier. Because the reason why there. they're looking for it is because, and this is, again, verbatim her uh, aura's quote, I can't tell you how to find them, but I can get you there. That sounds like a wazy that's not fully up to date. Like, you're going to yeah. hit a lot of empty bridges. I don't understand that at all. I, so many weird phrases like that. I just don't understand where the writing came from. So, um, long long story short, um, they finally wind up in, we'll just say, 
South American nondescript country. Ninja camp. And and they make it to the ninja camp. Yeah. And so Chuck Norris is like, hey, hey, Aura, stay here and wait with the truck. I'm going to go kick ass. And she's like, yeah. Wait seven minutes. Total of seven minutes. Seven minutes off. I gave her. Yeah. She was gone. And then it's, unless you have it's, anything important. No, it it's is literally just, just Chuck Norris cleaning Killing house. people. Um, and there, there are some legit good fight scenes in this part of the, of the movie. It's fine. The stunts are fine. I, they're, they're, they're totally I, fine. I, I'll tell you right now, I found it very boring. Um, I well, I mean, I think you got to remember. I think for the, the age, I think but... for the age, you're right. Um, I, I found it kind of, yeah. I just didn't find it interesting. The octagon itself kind of had like a ninja warrior kind of vibe to it, and I, yeah, I was kind of hoping that was be expanded. But it, it it's only for like five minutes. It, there's nothing else big about that, other than if you can explain to me why there are a bunch of straw men strewn about the the fighting area. I I I assume that's for practicing your like sigh stabs. Oh yes, okay. Uh, that's that's what I'm guessing. Uh, so yeah, long long story short, Chuck Norris uh, infiltrates it, starts beating up ninjas. They immediately know he's there. Aura shows up. She's blowing stuff up, setting things on fire. Why did she blow things up? That's easy. It was cheaper in the 80s to literally blow up a set than it was to pay someone to take the set down. That's why in the 80s you have all these sets that explode. Yeah. Because that was literally the cheapest way to to take a set apart. Yeah. So um, eventually uh, Chuck sees uh, Sakura and they've got AJ. They slit AJ's throat. Chuck battles his way to Sakura. They fight again. And it, finally, uh, he gets stabbed. Sakura gets stabbed with a sword. And the movie freeze frames and ends. It's crazy how fast this movie it, ends. It, it's just Chuck silhouetted against a sunset. End of the movie. That's and it. I was like, oh, 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 wh- what? why should they explain <laughs> anything? They haven't the whole film. Why start now? If you and thought, it's just boom, the octagon. If you thought a prologue was going to occur in this movie. You are sorely, sorely disappointed. I think I'm. I do not have the stamina to do this, but I would love to do. Okay, picture, picture, picture this ending, Paul. That 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 happens, right? He stabs him. It's the it's it's Chuck Norris, red sky behind him, right? Yep. And then, don't you forget about me starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> and we cut. Yes. We cut to like. A, older clip of Chuck Norris with words on the screen like Chuck Norris decided to go back to fighting with his newfound winnings he opened up a camp for underprivileged children you know and then it's and then it's like Aura and it's like Aura never did settle down she wound up running a bar somewhere I don't know where does I'm I'm I'm, I'm spitballing well here. no 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 Greg she had to go she finally got her quote unquote group back together because no 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 she finally got her GED okay no, no the reason and then she went on to get a uh, I don't know something so, else no so the reason I, I bring that up is because multiple times in this movie they say you're just upset because your group isn't together but they never explain what the group is no they don't it's just a group so Lee Lee Van Cleef continues to kill because it's all he knows so. I'm gonna give you what I how I think this movie got to be the way it is. Okay, lay it on me. And I think I don't think I'm far off. I think what happened is they filmed five different movies, and I think okay. and I think they were all store. I don't even think Chuck Norris was in all of these movies. I would agree. I think they had five films. There was a large fire in the editing suite. Uh, that 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 makes perfect sense. They took what film they could. They did a couple. They did a couple reshoots, and they cut it all together to make a hundred and forty minutes worth of film, because that's what it feels like. It feels like they just filmed scenes, cut them together, and called it a movie. Um, uh, yeah, you know that's that that I'm I'm okay with that explanation. Yeah, that's it's just what it's felt like. Um, what is the body count in this movie, Paul? Uh, okay. So if I start at the beginning. Uh, if we count the, uh, do I have to count every ninja or can I count every ninja as one? Cause you know, that was just three people repeating the roles. I, I, I think every ninja is supposed to be a unique character. So, okay. Uh, it's a hundred, 122.2. <laughs> it was, it's only 40. <laughs> really? 
It well, does seem I like so many more than seems, that. That seems low, but those are that's the number I found. Really? Now, now, Paul, uh, we always ask this at the end of the podcast. Paul, was this film? Is this film still rad? No, no, this is a shit show. <laughs> it was, it, it was so bad. I, I, I'm not kidding, Greg. The last 30 minutes of this movie, I watched in passing as I was doing other things. I was setting you missed nothing. I was setting I up for the laptop. I went I got I got a snack. I was uh, my wife goes, "I need something from my car." I let the movie play and I went yep, to my car. You and you made the right call, goddamn. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's it's just terrible. It's just not even I I got to say Silent Rage at least there's at least there's something fun about it. You know, when a bad movie is bad and you we can kind of agree, fun. We both agree Silent Rage is an underrated masterpiece. It's rad. No, it's 100% rad. It's incredibly It rad. is. But I'm just saying when you, like, just because that's an equivalent kind of goofy movie that we've done, when it's bad and you can kind of, like, see where they were going with it and, and that, and it had a plot. Yes, it did. It makes sense. This, literally, there is no plot. I, I said, the only person who could figure out this plot is John Nash. Ooh. Um, mastermind. Yeah. Uh, a brilliant mind, uh, for those of you who don't know. Um, a beautiful mind. Beautiful mind. Hey, I got there. With, you, were, you, with, were, you were in the with, ballpark. Yeah, I was terrible. No, you. it was all you. Um, I looked. I had to actually look up his name. Just to, That's fine. <laughs> John Nash Jr. He could do it. Greg? Rad? Yes. Still? Yes? No. Oh, holy Christ, no. <laughs> I'm with you. This movie was hard to watch. This, look, seriously, I've, I, we've, you know, we're 123 episodes, 24 episodes in now. This is one of the hardest movies I can recall having to watch. It's the hardest one in a and very long time. Yes. We've watched some real turkey. <laughs> yes, we have. Yes, we have. Um, so, uh, this was real. I would rather, if you told me, we have to rewatch this movie or the Hannah Montana movie. I will, without a doubt, tell you I'd rather rewatch the Hannah Montana movie. <laughs> Jesus, right? I, I, I'm with the you. Hannah Montana movie has Travis in it. Oh, Travis! Oh, that! Come on! Oh, that shirtless cowboy of a man! Travis makes that movie. He does incredibly worth. He does. Anyway. Actually, I, I'll give you this one, Greg. I remember at one point you even said you laughed at one of the scenes in that movie. I did no. It's you it's, had a legitimate part, laugh. It's it, it's the part where with the plate uh, when the plates uh, all the dad fall. breaks yeah. all the plates. That was actually there's that wasn't funny. It's the very last gag is actually very very funny. Yes, yep. Where where he's like I I saved the last plate and he just smashes it immediately. <laughs> that that killed me. That's great. But anyway, um, here's here's what I I want to talk about this movie because you you said everything that needs to be said about it. There is a great movie in here. The, there are plot points for this movie that I think make a great movie. A ninja training camp is a yes. cool idea. Yes. Um, you know, somebody realizing kind of through weird circumstances that like, oh, wow, there are ninjas again? Like, I don't, and, and we'll actually explain how they know the ninjas were a thing in the first place. And then like, oh, it turns out it's my brother who I had a falling out with and we were training together. Like, those are really cool beats. It, it's, and then it's just like a mishmash of, I don't know what after that. And it's, I would love to see this remade with like a real solid writer mm -hmm. and like, mm -hmm. and like really, really cool, like action set pieces and stuff. I think you could have a lot of fun. I think you have a, you'd have a really fun movie. Here. I, I think, it, I think if you get rid of the, the Van Cleef stuff. It's Agreed. it's completely unneeded, and 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 that and that preamble terrorist group Doggo and and that no, whole get rid of get rid of all that get no rid of all that and, they and, they uh, get people yeah. they take them to the ninja camp that's it and set the ninja camp where it freaking should be is somewhere in, in Southeast Asia I know that right. I, I know what it sounds like but it's just you don't set up a ninja camp in goddamn Venezuela it's just that's a, yeah that's that was convenient because they knew they were going to be shooting. In cheap sets in in back lots of California, there right. are palm trees. Yeah, you know, we we got a hey, Burbank looks a lot like uh, you know you know South uh, South American nondescript. If yeah, we, uh, just, just frame it in the right place. We just got to do that. So I, I I am with you. I when I started reading up on the octagon, I kind of hoped it was going to be better. And um and, and of course get rid of the goddamn whispering. That's useless. Um. 
I no, I do I agree with do you. The entire think... movie in whispering. Oh, the whole movie. Yeah, we're pioneers. <laughs> we're gonna make a new thing. It's all the all. Nobody moves a lip in this movie. No. Mm-mm. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. But no, I really, I, I really do. I really think that if you, if you take those plot points and you just work with those, and you, you cut out the terrorist stuff, and it's just like the ninjas, the, the, the history, and, and like, there's, there's, there's a lot there that's really cool. And the you can do a lot of fun. You can have a lot of fun with that. The brother dynamic, I think, is really interesting, and make it a little bit more thought out. I mean, like I said, Sakura. How Chuck didn't realize he was gonna be a bad guy in later in life, it just that that is putting blinders on because yeah. every sign was there. Make it a little bit more, you know, neutral. Um, show the father maybe showing more favoritism and that kinda eats away. Yeah. And then Sakura, by the way, up until like the last fifteen of this fifteen minutes of this movie, barely knew his brother was involved. So right. He's on one side and doesn't even know what's going on. That, I think, is where you really set the pace of the movie, is that dichotomy of yeah. the two brothers. And, for the love of Christ, explain why this Asian man took in what is clearly not his Japanese son and a Caucasian and made them live in, in Los Angeles in train. It, yeah, I, 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 I want answers to all of these questions. <laughs> so... That's it. That that was the octagon. Um, as always, it's been a long time. He has been loyal through this entire uh, this entire break. So we have to give uh, uh, Greg. I think we need to give it a little applause uh, to our constant sponsor, Mister Bibbs. Thank you as always for sticking by us through this en- entire endeavor. Um, you you really 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 are the greatest. We really appreciate it. Um, I know we have a lot of people. We've actually had quite a few downloads still going on while we've been while we've been away. People catching up and and re-listening or whatever. So um, thank you guys all for listening as well. Um, and you know we have a lo- huge backlog. If you're just finding us again, kind of go through that. Um, I think we're gonna do Greg. Um, I think we're gonna change up how we're gonna do. Uh, oh, actually, do you have any any other plugs to do? I know we have the. Um... Um, I I just discovered a a show. I don't think these guys need any plugs, but I I just discovered a really great show called Cancelled Too Soon, where two film critics review TV shows that only lasted one season, and it is amazing. The 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 uh, uh personally one of the the hosts uh his nickname is Bibbs, so I think that's kind of funny to me. <laughs> okay, just sure. like un yeah. unrelated. Yeah, but um. Yeah, they're 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 really funny. They they are currently in the middle of Cops with Robot Partners month, which is pretty funny. So I would I would say if you if you kind of like very weird and obscure television uh, that that America rightly said no thank you to sure uh, canceled too soon. Canceled only has one L uh, when you when you look for it. Very 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 fun show. Okay, cool. Um, of course you can find us on Identity Theft book.com and Twitter you can go to Twitter Instagram I'm going to try I'm going to try and resurrect that as well um, do some stuff there so you can reach us at all those things Um, I think what we're going to do and normally at the end of the episode we would tell you what the next movie is going to be I think instead what we're going to do is we're just going to post in social media what will what the next movie will be and that there's actually twofold first of all I made an entire list of everything that was available on Amazon and Netflix. Within two weeks of that list, more than half of those movies disappeared from both. Yeah, they moved so fast. And so... It's really crazy. Um, you know, so I think what we're going to do is we're going to hold off and, and we'll let you know during the week when we're going to be doing it. Um, we may also be tweaking the schedule a little bit um, between weekly, bi-weekly stuff. We'll give you more info on that later. Um, but... More, most importantly, Greg and I are back. Um, I missed you, buddy. I really did. I know. I, I, I missed this like crazy. I'm glad we're back. I am going to say, um, we are, uh, the Patreon, uh, uh, subscriber that we had has paid for us to do Young Guns and Young Guns 2. Okay. So we, we have a couple of movies that we just need to get out of the way. 
And then we are absolutely going to do Young Guns and Young Guns 2. We have not forgotten about you. We have not taken your money and run. We just, we just have a couple <laughs> of backlog things that we just, we really want to hit before, like Paul says, the things that we, that are, that are, are currently available are disappearing. Yeah. So we're going to grab those. Um, so I would imagine in April, yes. we're going to bang out a, a Young Guns followed by Young Guns 2 and, uh, and you will have gotten your money's worth, I, I hope. Um, and, and I will say, um, we don't. I don't know if it's going to be a bonus or if it'll be a regular episode out, but we are going to be doing another Riff movie. Um, we don't do these a lot, but I love when we do. And it's actually a movie I think is near and dear to both of our hearts um, because we pretty much reference it quite a bit, and that that is a Dungeons & Dragons-inspired uh, fear-monger movie. Uh, based yep. on a book, I did not realize it was based yes, on a yes, book. Yes, yes, it is, and and once again, it feeds into my theory that this timeline has set us back to the 1980s because uh, you know the sa- the satanic panic. Yep. Uh, yep. You know, it's it's. Uh, I feel like it, it's it, maybe it's coming back with PizzaGate or whatever. <laughs> it's, just, it's just weird to think about. So uh, we're at some point we will be doing a a riff. Uh, a commentary track. We'll say commentary track to avoid yeah, all yeah, copyrights. Yeah. We don't. We don't. We don't want to. Uh, we're I, we're nowhere near the level of the riff track people. We just uh, we're yes. just goofing I, off. I'll, I'll be honest. So many of their movies are up on Amazon, and I love I love watching them. It's, it's the Silent original. Rage. It's the original. Go cast. check it out yep. right yeah, now. It's, it's on Prime. You can get it. Watch it for free. Um, it's Mazes and Monsters. That's further down the road. We're gonna do a couple. Like Greg said, we have a couple other movies we want to get through, um, and. We uh, we got some surprises coming up as well that we'll just put that out there. But until next time, uh, I am Paul. I'm Greg. See ya. This has been a Podtron Network production. For more of this show and others like it, find Podtron on Twitter at Podtron Network and search Podtron Network on Facebook.